Hey everybody, welcome. <laughs> Not sure what my voice did there. Um, let's try that again. We should have kept it. Everybody, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name is Brandon, and I am Craig. Are you okay over there? <laughs> no, I'm not. You are losing it, dude. Are we going to start this over? Are you keeping this? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what we did. We were we were joking around, and we started laughing, and we couldn't pull ourselves together. My voice cracked like I'm a teenager, just like mine did a minute ago. Yeah. yeah, but here we are. Here we are. We're in the live stream room on a beautiful Monday morning. Temperatures are in the 50s. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. Going up to, Bro. what, 67 today? Yeah, it's got to stop. It is hunting season. It is the rut. This is not good weather for that. And uh, they... You're right, and it's probably not good weather for that. It's not. But did you see Sunday, though? You said there was a chance of snow. A snow chance showers. of snow between 7 and 9 a.m. Perfect. It's, it's <laughs> beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. And that go came from? Our one and only esteemed guest today. He preached yesterday here at RCC, Mr. Clinton Matlack. What yes, is up? Yes, finally, sir. finally yes. got him back. Good to have hey, you. Welcome back. You were here about a month back. and a half ago, but um, I was. He, uh, Clint came into the office today. When I got to the office this morning, he was here bright and early, and he uh, actually works in Delaware, and um, so he was kind of, gotta be honest, just dragging his feet to go in. And so he he's, he's been talking. He plopped down in my office, and Brandon came in, and we were talking, and finally I said, "You want to do the podcast with us?" And he's like. Sure, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, let's do this. So here we are. Here we be. Well, last time we we met, you and I recorded early. We recorded on the Thursday before I preached Dry Bones on Sunday. The World Series had not ended yet, but here we are. The World Series ended. Braves pulled it out in six games. In six games, they did in Houston. In Houston, that was that was incredible. So congratulations, thank you, to you, and thank you. The Atlanta Braves organization down in Atlanta. You know what? They took the All-Star game from Atlanta, and we said, hey, watch this. I will tell you, though, I do not believe, I do not believe that the Atlanta Braves would have even come close to even getting into the series or getting into the playoffs if the uh, front office had not gone and picked up Jock Peterson from the Chicago Jock Peterson, Jorge Soler, I mean, they made some big moves they did. before the trade deadline, and it was... It was phenomenal. And so, so sorry for you. Jock Peterson has opted for free agency. And um, I may so, have shed a tear over that. Yeah, well. Like, and, and, and it's funny because people who aren't even Braves fans, like they, they talk about it. I was talking with somebody yesterday at lunch, and she was like, I looked up the whole, you know, the whole pearl necklace thing. And she said, it's still a mystery. I'm like, yeah, he gives a different answer every time he's asked about Don't it. Don't you love that? Who, who knows? It was just it's like Clinton's mind. age. It's like you ask him how old he is. He's like, I'm 41. It's, it's and a different answer. A week later, I'm 45. Ask him a week later, I'm 35. How old are you? 30. No. I'm 50. Yeah. So how are you doing? I, I'm good. Okay, you guys are sitting here talking baseball, and I'm. I like, know. So I, I don't even know. I mean, if it's not seasons, if in. it's not ESPN eight death dive, Dude. I'm out. <laughs> we I'm out. To, we were at lunch. I yesterday. am out we because went, I am down for that. <laughs> we went to Trace Potrios. What's it called? It was it was on ESPN Diocho. Have you yeah. heard of that? 
Yeah, but I don't know what it is. It's like, you know, you've got ESPN, ESPN2. Apparently there's ESPN8, Day Ocho. Okay. And I don't know, I mean, because they didn't have the sound on, I don't know if they were speaking in Spanish or not, but they were doing this thing. So think Acapulco cliff diving? Mm-hmm. Off of a builded, built platform. Builded. Like on a pier. <laughs> is this like a game? Oh my goodness. They had to, it's more like jump gymnastics. Off. They had to wait as long as they could before they hit the water before they kept from doing a belly or a face smack. They, they like, would do like the suicide where they would bend in last half. minute, just okay. go in. Okay. But they did all kinds of different poses and things like that. And they, some guy did the running man. Another guy did like a bunch of flips until he finally, I did that once in high school. Um, a group of friends, they were older than me. So you know how that is, you know, peer, yeah. peer influence. We were at a park. Did you make any money? They had, no, I didn't. Okay. They had Dang. a 10-foot high dive, and these guys were like – they were in my youth group. So, you know, legit Christian guys, you know. Have they were like, be. hey um, – because I was up, and I did like a one flip into a dive. They were like, that was pretty cool. Why don't you get up there and get the best spring you can, tuck into a little ball, and see how many flips you can do. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. Tuck into a little ball. Well, I was a whole lot smaller back then. Okay. And so I did, and I got a, a great spring, and I got into my ball, and, I'm, and I can hear them as I'm rotating. I can hear them counting. One, two, three, four, up, and I didn't – that's all I heard. <laughs> I smacked the water from my face to my chest. I had oh. whelps all over my chest. Oh. I had whelps underneath my eyes. That night my eyes were black, like you talking about pain. <laughs> So you literally got smacked by the water. It felt like I landed on a concrete parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you were watching? That's it, what it was we similar. were watching. It was yeah, similar. It was really cool. So I was looking here because I kept saying, oh, I could do that. That's only 8 to 10 feet. It was probably which 20. It was, not. it was 20 or 30. So this here says it's 10 to 14 meters in height. Okay, so a meter is right around a yard. So that's over yeah. 30 feet. Oh, my. Yeah. So could you do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to cliff dive in Once. Kentucky, but not like that. We cliff jumped. I would have dive. to hit feet first. I would. That's what we did when we <laughs> just snap your ankles in two or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh! You remember the best part? One guy literally yeah, he went in, and they slowed it down. And you sh- he showed it. He pointed at the water. So there's that amount of time. He pointed at the water. <laughs> when he came up, this is no lie. He was holding a fish. He had. <laughs> He had, and I don't think his his shorts were – they were like my yoga pants. They were tight, so I don't think there was any room in there. Yeah. I just figured I'd bring it <laughs> no. back up. <laughs> so we, we've gone from the games to the yoga pants back to the games. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean – You're welcome. I don't know about baseball, but death diving, man, it sure does get – So it's called depth diving. Death. Death. Like death like diving. Like D-E-A-T-H. Yes. Yeah. Death yeah. diving. Yeah, it would okay, make me want to get direct TV just so I can watch it. You think oh, that's sure, on YouTube or something? I'm sure you like can that, find or? it on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you're bound yeah. to. YouTube yeah. has everything. Yeah, I mean, it's bound to have that. Yeah. So, death, hey, good job, good job with diving. baseball, but you know, I'm, I'm more in tune with death. Oh, good for you. Well, that's okay. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's our student <laughs> minister, age 31, Clint Mallett. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, um, speaking of death diving, what about those yoga pants? Oh, he was actually he he was just telling us. Before he seemed we proud. On. He, he seemed proud. very happy. He was wearing them last night around the house. Yes. Okay, so here's the deal. Thank like, goodness it's around the if house. If you have not <laughs> listened to Tim Hawkins' song, Yoga Pants, he's got a point. Like, 
you go listen to it, and and he talks about how his wife's out of the house, and he goes and he he has to figure out what gives her all of the energy to clean the house and do the dishes and chores and all that stuff. And so he said, you know, it wasn't the coffee, it wasn't anything like that. So he he figured it had to be something that she wore, and so he pulls out her yoga pants and puts them on, and he's he says, you know, he doesn't know why he waited so long to try that. It was so soft and so, so sleek yes. yoga pants. So mm. there are really. There's three guys in this room right now, mm-hmm. and only one of us have never worn yoga pants. Oh, I've se- we've seen pic- video of I you. I was going to say, that would be me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you are correct. Yeah, there was I a, think there is a, a video. video floating out there. I am of, proud uh, to say that I still have my man card, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to hold on to that part well, Just of in it. case you were curious, my yoga pants have a spot for your man card. They've got little pockets on them to <laughs> hold your cell phone on one side and your uh, man card the on the other. Bro, that that's had, called your female card. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Just give them a try. You'll, you'll love them. <laughs> See how how crazy would that be? I actually sneak and try them, and I just start wearing them around everywhere yes. I go. <laughs> yes, yeah. At least my right. what, what color were yours? They're like an olive green. Dude, yours yeah, were leopard. But, it, but it, no, if you, oh, yeah, that's right. You've seen this video. I saw the video. His was oh, leopard. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that, who. that was the Lularoe. They were Lularoe's. I know yeah. who's absolutely dying right now listening to this. <laughs> Dustin Brad. Dustin, my son. Yeah, He's yeah just... Dustin, don't call me. Please don't call me. Yeah, my son Dustin is just going to be I, – I'm, don't be shocked after he hears this that you guys won't get texts from him. <laughs> hey, Dustin, just try it out. You'll love it, I promise. So, yeah, you know, I you know, that. He, 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 he scalded you, Clint, for thinking of buying a Ridgeline. You can imagine what he's going to do now. I know, right? <laughs> right? Oh, man. So well, so, welcome back. I'm glad you're home. Back. Yeah, I welcome back. back. Hope you had a good time. I did. I had a really good time. Anita and I went up to Amish country for about four days, and I've never spent that much time up there. Mm-hmm. But it was really and you nice. Camped, correct? We did camp. We camped at one of the RV parks and uh, got down in the 20s. One yeah, I say night, you had great weather for camping. We actually did, but it was it got chilly. But we have a furnace in our right, camper right. and. Um, I didn't realize how much there was to do in Amish country because usually it's an overnight trip. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, you're, you're, you're so like, um, intentional where you got to go. Right. And this time we weren't. We just kind of drove around, did whatever we wanted to do. That was super. There's so much stuff up there. There really is. I will tell you, um, last Sunday when we were up there, um, more horse and buggies than I've ever seen. It really? was a beautiful day. Sunday, we got up to like almost 60. And, um, Everywhere you went, no matter what road you were on, it was just horse and buggies right after another. And it was actually kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Because everything shut down in Amish country. And we just thought, since it was such a nice day, maybe they're all out just enjoying the day and taking rides and all that. But from our campground, like in the evening, it was kind of neat because I'd be sitting around the fire and you'd hear the clip-clop of horses go by. It was really, really kind of cool. I actually – I have one ordered for us, our family. It's an extended model to fit all the kids and stuff in it, but (laughs) – after the gas prices, the I, way they've been. Well, I, like, I I do agree with that, but I've never seen an Amish man in yoga pants, so. I have no comment. Have, There's no I buttons. Was, <laughs> right? Because you have to have buttons. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, what about gas prices? The other day was oh, 339 339 Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well. Crazy. 
I'll hold my thoughts on that. Yeah. One. Next, yeah. next topic. Next topic. So, uh, hey, uh, youth group scoring's good, and yeah, yeah, um, everything's guys, good. Um, you got you had a bu- busy weekend. I did have a busy weekend. Clint had um, you had the um, we had our first robotics tournament. You had that at you the spoke high school this weekend. And I spoke this company. weekend. Yeah, I just want. First off, I do want to say just thanks for having me here tonight. I appreciate tonight. it. tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's this morning. That's one. Yep. Yeah, that's one. No, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a busy weekend. Um, robotics tournament, and we did. We had friends in town. Yep. yep. The Craigs were in town. Matt Craig was in um, town. We tried getting Matt on the podcast. So Matt, if you're listening, yeah. the offer still stands. We're yes. gonna make it happen. Yes. Yeah, I would have thought that he would have hung around just for a few more hours. I, I mean, he was here till uh, like last night, so yeah. he, we could have done it a little earlier, and he could have been out and gone. I and think they got home around. They got midnight. home about midnight. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who don't know who uh, Matt is, he's the uh, former um, senior minister here at yeah. uh, RCC, and uh, he was here for what about nine years or so. Uh, right at yeah, almost ten. Nine, I think almost ten years. Yeah. So uh, he did a, you know. You can always kind of tell what kind of job somebody did following them in. He did such a good job, and so he uh, got a lot of things set up well. And so um, I missed him. It seems like every time he's in town, I miss him, though. I think he does that You on think purpose. that's planned? I do. Yeah. I <laughs> no. He calls Allison and says, hey, when is he when actually is... going to be gone? <laughs> now, that may be true. Allison's good at keeping secrets. She is very good. So, mm-hmm. But we had a good time because we had dinner at our yep. house and, you know um, – that was really sorry. Good. I we that. always sorry. I missed that invitation. You weren't around. You so weren't around. around. Yeah, we always eat well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always eat well. But then, yeah. Speak. Did Christy make guacamole? Actually, Christy was supposed to make the guacamole because our, but because the robotics tournament ran long, we had all these guests at our house, and Brandon and Christian made. No, it. Betsy and I. Oh, Betsy and yeah, you. Christian wanted to help, yeah. but we were like, yeah, Christy, let's just get this done. I don't care for guacamole, but I do like hers. And cause there's hers, something about hers. Yeah. She doesn't put something in it. Because remember when there, I got there. There's no jalapeno. A lot of people put jalapenos in it. Yeah. Well, and I, the guacamole that we make is does not I have got there because she had asked me a while back, uh, guacamole, and I guess we got to talking about it. But when I got to your guys' house, this has been a while back, um, she's like, oh, you're going to try my guacamole. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. And she's like, no, I promise you you're going to like it. I made it. I make it like I think you'd like it. Daggone it, she did. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah, I think that's probably the big thing, though the the jalapenos. You think? Yeah, I know. Like my in laws put jalapenos in theirs, and it's okay. But I I like the smoothness of of the guac. That's what we hijacked Christie's recipe too. Like we make it all the time. Christian loves it. Kennedy loves it. So a question: When you guys all got together, did this guy wear his yoga pants? Dude, I was so tired. I, I don't know. The answer you would have known. The answer is no. But I'm not going to say no. And, okay. Yeah. The answer is no. Yeah. I wore jeans. Maybe they were under those, but I'm just kidding. Gross. Dude. Yeah, but, I mean, we, we walked in, and we all had dinner, and we all had a good time. Kids are running around the mass chaos that's normal whenever that happens. Yep, right. Um, to Did get a fire and, going? No. No, we didn't. It was it was cold that night, but they had asked, are we going to do a fire? Are we going to do a fire? Mm-hmm. And then, you I know, we broke up probably about 11.30, midnight. No, I mean, you guys may – we left earlier than that. Yeah. Even though we gained an hour of sleep, I was like – Oh, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, we did I had talk spent about nine that. hours in the tree stand that day too, though, so like I was windburnt and tired. And... Yeah. Then, so this guy sends me Sunday. a picture of him in the tree stand, and – you know, it's hunting gear, and he's got blackface, and you know, under the eyes, and his hat, and all that. And um, 
got all the garb on, but he's wearing yoga pants. Not, not true. Stand. Not true. He likes now, I did have a little Debbie cake in my mouth. Did I send you that picture? No, you did oh, not. Oh, I didn't? Yeah. People are finding all things about Brandon right now. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And then we rolled into Sunday. And we and rolled into Sunday. Sunday. And, uh, the Craigs came and... Just had a good crowd uh, on su- yesterday morning. Two ninety eight. Um, so if you and Anita would have been here, we'd have been three hundred. Right? So thanks yeah. for not yeah. being so, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Gosh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Burn. But yeah, I watched on uh, Home Church again, and that's really um, Home Church is such a great tool um, to to use and to have um, because you really do you really can stay connected. Mm-hmm. There is no excuse. And I'm just going to say this. There's no excuse for somebody not staying connected. Right. In any way, shape, or form. Um, if you somebody says they don't know what's going on in the body, I don't know how they not know. I mean, we, we are very good at communicating. And, you know, if you just watch the Sunday morning, you know, worship service mm-hmm. online, you're going to hear the announcements. Um, it's just a great way to stay connected. It and is. Over the last couple of weeks, I, I have felt spirit wise being here and being connected although watching it on home church is so much different than being here and um and right. i can see how you could you know ah, let's not go to church today let's just stay here and watch it um cuz we were kind of talking about that you know when you were in my office earlier yeah. clint yeah. about you know it's so much easier sometimes to watch it cuz you're you are connected cuz you're watching you know pre Everybody has TVs what are forty to seventy inches now, so you're bigger than life on the Yeah, internet. your so attention is right, there. right, right there. there. Yeah. It's right there. It is right it's there. like setting in the front row without setting in the, in front, the front row. row. Exactly. You know. But no, and, it's just, and, and Brandon and I touched on that too about staying connected. Yep. You know, how just how important that is. Yeah. And and that's a good and, and that is really good to stay connected and and if you're gonna be gone or traveling or you know, going to miss a few weeks or even if you miss a Sunday here and there to stay connected. But, you know, if, if you can actually get to church, you need to get to church. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the most important thing to do. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a great tool, and we've talked about right. that before. It's a tool. Right. It, do, it doesn't replace church. It doesn't no. replace your fellowship with the body no. and everything. But, yeah, I had a, a mom reach out to me. The, um, you know, their kids were sick last week that I preached. And um, she reached out and just, you know, thanked me for the message and everything and just thanked us for – you know, having the the home church, having the, never get that. the live stream stuff going because, you know, it, they were able to still stay connected, right, stay, right. you know, stay up to date with right. the sermon and everything. And that's, and so, that's absolutely yep. important. Yep. Well, but you know, the, the other part of that, too, is you get the worship. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. the worship music is there. It's not just the sermon. Right. You right. get the whole package. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen some churches that they do strictly the sermon. Yeah. Um, because there there is a copyright license that you have to have to be able to stream your music as well. And we when we started streaming stuff, we went ahead and purchased that copyright license right. because we felt that that aspect of the service was just as important. Um, I, right. I really think it, you know, I mean, honestly, it's probably more important than the sermon, but I'm just kidding. But no, it, it sets the stage. Clint just looked back at him like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's it, but it does. It, it's a package deal. It sets the stage. You know, and it kind prepares of prepares your, your heart. exactly yes, right, prepares yeah, your right. heart for for what God's going to speak to you through the message. Especially when we were so, unfortunately, when we shut down yeah. for eleven weeks, mm-hmm. that I thought that was very very important. You know, to do to, and we, you know, if we could backtrack just a little bit, and everybody can remember this, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do is to make this seem like Sunday morning. 
and we wanted to make sure that it was like the room was packed. Yeah, yeah. And so we did – it was – I'll be honest with you. It was difficult it was. sometimes. Yeah, we, we were recording on Wednesdays. And uh, Well, there were some times when we were recording home church. I don't know if you, any, if you all remember this. I know you do, Clinton, Brandon. I don't know if those of you listening. There are times where Brandon could only get the worship team together like on a Tuesday – and then I would record like on Thursday or I would record like on Monday. Mm-hmm. I remember having to yeah. be, I was going to have to go somewhere yep. and I couldn't be when you guys were going to want to record on Wednesday. So I had to record on Monday. Yep. I remember that. And then you guys recorded on Wednesday and you got it together for. And that was weird doing it. But then when you watched it, it was like, it, it was so smooth. You you yeah. didn't even know that, that we didn't do it right there together. Well, exactly. that's where it becomes a production. I mean, yeah. Right. It, that's where planning really comes into place. And Brandon did a great job on those transitions right, right. to go, I'm going to do this. And if you go back and listen, even though you recorded at a different time, Brandon did a great job on making the music flow into that. It wasn't a hard cut. Right. right. No, it was never that. And if, if you remember uh, correctly, um, Brandon um, – started to time the end. remember when I, I had to time, do that yep. he would time the end of the message um and go back where um I would be winding down you know how they all come up and start playing behind me well when I was actually recording it nobody was playing behind me but if you watched it Brandon was playing behind me at what times. I would do is I would have when we recorded the music aspect I would have Allison put a timer up for that amount of time and yep. that way I knew we were good to be able to splice everything together. And technology, so, technology, it was like thing. It, it was really weird. And then there was, um, and I never like, I mean, there was a couple times where I messed up. And you know, <laughs> I remember the one day you looked at me and you were like, uh, "Is there any way you can cut that and splice that together?" I'm like, "Yeah, we'll make it happen." <laughs> I was speaking, and I was. It was one of those days where the worship. I don't think the worship team was in there, and I was just doing it. And I don't know why I totally went blank. And I was about 15 minutes into it, and I just stopped. I went, can you – is there a way you can splice this together? He went, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, yeah, your eyes set. there, you were like, uh. <laughs> and then there was one time I forgot to turn my mic on, mm-hmm. and I had to come back in and dub over my voice, dub, dub my voice in over the voice. Hey, good morning, RCC exactly. Home Church. <laughs> so, yeah, Home Church. It's uh, – you know, we don't talk about it much anymore, but um, – it is a um, it, it's a great tool and yep. um, if, like I said, if you guys are gone, make sure you um, you know stay connected by by doing that. Yep, but, absolutely. Um, We've got night of prayer coming up this Tuesday. We announced that yesterday. That's Just tomorrow night, everybody. That's tomorrow night, and we're going to be really focusing on being thankful. Exactly. And sometimes, a lot of times, when it's when you you're in that mindset of prayer. The last thing that we do is to be thankful. One of the things that I've tried to do, and you and I have talked about this, we've talked right. about this when we, um, we we did that entire sermon series on prayer, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about you know Jesus teaching his disciples how to pray, right. and he puts an emphasis on that at the beginning of his prayer. You know, our, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy right. name, and he, he gives you know glory to God, and, and just I think right. it's so important for us to be thankful. And so that's something for my, myself that in my prayers I've tried to incorporate first. Before I go to God and I ask him for anything, before I go and tell him how my day's going, I just need to be thankful exactly. for the different things, whether it's the sunrise or the fact that I have you know, breath in my lungs today. Right. I was able to get out of bed. Um, I had you know, gas in my car started. You know, Just the little things right. that we don't think about that it's like God allowed that to happen. Exactly. And So are you thankful for time change? 
No. Okay. <laughs> that but, was not God made. That's man made. That's man made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> But yeah, so tomorrow night, night of prayer, it's going to be good. Um, seven o'clock. We're going to do uh, seven o'clock. We're going to um, just talk about being thankful, and, and we want we want everybody to come with a thankful heart, and we're going to just thank God for some things yep. and um, get into that mode because it's so easy to you know go into request mm-hmm. mode, um, but thank mode is is it's intentional, yeah. and so yep. we're going to tr- hope and pray that we're going to be a little bit intentional yep. tomorrow night. With it's going to be good, so. But yeah, so that'll be nice. Yep. Coming up this weekend on Saturday is Cafe Chocolate. That's the ladies' conference, and today is the final day to register for that. So you can go to richwood.church forward slash women to register for that. But today, Monday, the 8th, is the last day to register for that. So That is the 8th today. Yes. What? Clint's pointing at me. What? Yeah. You ready for this? Are you done with that? I'm done. Because I think it needs addressed. Oh, gee. Trunk or treat. Trunk or treat. Oh, my goodness. Because I was just looking. You guys didn't record last week. We recorded on Thursday. Trunk or treat was on Sunday. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. That was probably the biggest crowd that we've seen through a trunk or treat ever. Really? Um, I mean, just, you guys ran out of candy. We right? ran out of candy. Yeah. And we've, In run an hour. Out of, we've run out of candy before, but we've never run out. It's supposed to be two hours. It was from five to seven. And we had so many kids coming through, and it was just great. It was it was just good to see, you know. And, and the people that came in after we ran out of candy, were they were they were great. It was like, hey, sorry, you know, we we Could ran it be out of that candy. The worship leader was wearing yoga pants. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, I was Peter Pan. Okay, again, Marilyn Martin. Go on with your story. Okay, yeah, whatever. But no, it was the people that came in afterwards. They were like, oh, your your costumes are great. We love, you know, your trunks, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I thanks so much, but we're out of candy. They're like, oh, no worries. That's okay. And so it's like, you well, know, that's awesome. It, it was great. It was just good to see kind of. It was a beautiful night, too, wasn't it? Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. It was a little windy, but where yeah. we were, the wind was not that bad. Yeah. We were kind of, and, and I think having the cars all in a and we had, horseshoe helped. Yeah, we had, what, 10? 10, 10, I think. 10, 10 or 12 10, vehicles. Yeah. That's really good. And then um, I remember the first couple years we were here for Trunk or Treat. We had to do it in the gymnasium. Oh, the weather was dismal. dismal. Yeah. Raining and snowing. and Yeah, the one year it was spitting snow, and it was nasty. Yeah, I didn't want to go down that road. But anyway, so glad that Trunk or Treat Yeah, it was good. It was very, very good. So thanks to everybody who helped with that. Did you dress up, Clint? We did. Christy and I did. We actually made it in the newspaper. You did, yeah, we did. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, cool! But Christy, I was a beekeeper, and Christy was a bee. I did not wear yoga pants. I wore a bee outfit. I even had the smoker. You even had the smoker. I even had the smoker. But what was funny? Really? Yeah, this is good. I was standing there over next, talking to somebody else's, somebody else, and next to their vehicle, and there was a bee. I mean, it was kind of warmer. And I'm like, hey, Clint, there's a bee over here. And he comes over kind of messing with it with the, the smoker. It flies and lands on his mask. No, he, down low. And down low. And he goes to pick it up. The thing almost went up inside. Yeah, because like, in I didn't face. zip it in. It's like, I how just funny. put the helmet on. <laughs> how funny but, would that have been? But if the, I'd have gotten stung, it would have been like, stung. well, I should have <laughs> zipped it. But right? I didn't. I about, yeah, I about died. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Oh, that's it good. was good. I, it, yeah, and everybody did a stuff. great job. Everybody yeah. that donated, yeah. thank you for yep, absolutely. being a part of that. Absolutely. Your generosity generosity really shown yeah. through to the community. Yeah, Easy that's for good. You to say. Yeah, and it's good it is good for all that stuff to go down like that mm-hmm. and great weather and yep. that helps out. So yeah. Yeah, we've perfect. got another great outreach, you know, talking about the generosity, another great outreach opportunity coming up um in this month. 
And that is the Thanksgiving outreach meals that we're going to be doing. It's right. We're kind of revamping a ministry that took place a few years ago um, for quite a few years. And it's going to look a little bit different. We're doing it as a drive through um, But there are different ways that you can serve. You can volunteer to help um, pack boxes on, I think that's the 21st. Um, you can pack boxes or you can... Um, help donate for that. It's going to be about $30 for a box to supply the, the food. But I, I do know that we've had quite a few donations. And um, if you know of somebody that that may impact, that, that would that would be a blessing for them, then we would just encourage you to let them know they can go to richwood.church forward slash outreach, and um, they can sign up there. Or if they go to richwood.church homepage, they can click on the sign up here Um Tab. Or you can, um, if you need to, if you want to help out and want to go right to the horse, you can go to Todd Norquist. You can reach him at rccoutreachministry at gmail.com. And um, he will, you can email him there, rccoutreachministry at gmail.com. And uh, he'll, you know, that'll go right to him. Take away the middleman. That's right. So, so yeah, those are, those are some good things coming up. And um, that's exciting. And, um, I know that, um, you know, always got something going on, which is good. Always something going on. Always. And always. I am, I mean, I'm gearing up for Christmas. I've been listening to Christmas music. Hey, guess what I've been doing? My station is you're, preset. You're serious. There you go. To Sirius XM, the holiday tradition. It is awesome. I've been listening to Christmas music since Wednesday. Really? I've been listening to it since longer than that, so. Really? Well, I mean, as a worship minister, you kind of – it seems like every year I start listening to it Dude, earlier. I'm talking Gene Autry, Up on the House Top, Reindeer uh, Fly. I'm talking Nat King that's Cole. That's good stuff. Oh, uh, I love Nat King Cole. Yeah. I, I love I, I'm talk, his voice. What I'm saying, I'm talking real Christmas the way God meant it. Nat King Cole, Frank Jeez. Sinatra. You got it. Yeah. Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, right. And I, I was with of, you guys until that. <laughs> I'm speaking of that. We have a uh, great um, opportunity for worship um, on December the 5th, and yep. I know that sounds like a eons away, but it is not. It's we're about three or four, four weeks, weeks away. Yeah. Sunday night, December the 5th at 6 p.m., yep. uh, we're going to uh, have a night of worship. It's a Christmas night of worship, and man, we just want to worship, praise God, glorify Him, lift Him up, and um, hope you guys come out for that and bring your families, and let's just spend a few minutes to worship and yep. praying to God and Getting our hearts ready for Christmas. I know it, Christmas seems like it rolls around so fast anymore, and mm-hmm. um, and there's just a lot of stuff going on where just you know Satan uses that to get your mind away from God. But let's put it back onto where it needs to be, right on right. God and right yep. on um, Jesus Christ. So yep. that'll be yeah, it, that. it always seems to be a blur, and I think you need those moments of yeah. intentionality where you stop, you just kind of pause, and just be in that. And that's a great right. way to come out. And yeah, and, and and we're just wanting to take you know take the focus off of the hustle and bustle and everything yeah. else, and put the focus on God where it needs to be. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a night where we're going to do some contemporary stuff, some newer stuff. We're going to take some time in the middle and and kind of do more of a a sing along kind of old school um, Christmas carol feel. Um, I'll, I'll have a blue. We are not doing any Elvis Christmas. We are doing Porky Pig, but no Elvis. Um, and then you know, uh, it's just gonna be a good so time of worship. So I'm just gonna keep singing while you're doing oh, that. So, anyways, on to the next item. Clint Matlack in Sunday's message. Right. How about wow. that? Clint Matlack. He made it to big church. Exactly. You Whenever the a, student minister makes it to big church, and usually you're you're preaching on the last Sunday of the year, and I am. You threw me off this year. Mm. You know, I thought I still had 
couple months left. Yeah, I did no. want to get up and say, hey, welcome to the last Sunday of the month. How was your Christmas? Exactly. Right. Did a great job, and Thank I thought you. you did a good job laying uh, laying that all out. And um, it was, um, you know, good to watch um, on home church and felt, you know, felt connected and um, had a couple people text me and said Clinton did a, a great job. And um, I told him, I know, I watched him. And mm-hmm. um, so they that was really good and, you know. Good, uh, good to have you up there, and um, you know I know you don't you don't get to do it a, a whole lot, but when you you know I know it was a very busy weekend for you, so I really appreciate you uh, doing that, and it's behind you now, so it is that's good, it is, and, but uh, but it, it it's cool to look back on and see how God just shows up and yep. orchestrates something great, right? Because whenever I'm sitting there going, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Well, he always provides, yep. he, and we and we've talked about God's provision, right? But and well, I thought, I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I thought the the topic was good. It, it went along with the the whole series very mm-hmm. well. Uh, the rubber meets the road, and because this is this is a, this was a big one. You know, it's a big one when we talk about. Um, you know, you you had a you know statement where you know you said um, our faith um, almost um, just becomes a label. Uh, like a badge that we wear, yeah, yeah, and I think that's a very, uh, a very uh, pertinent statement because I think a lot of times, longtime Christians, it it is it, it is like a status. It's like my Lions mm-hmm. Club membership. It's like my Costco membership. It's my RCC membership. It's this, and you forget that it's not like that at all. Right. And so I thought you did a good job. You're saying well, it's not like my monthly subscription to Black Rifle Coffee Club. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, just I'll clarify that for you. Okay, now. good. Well, th- that's the thing. You know, Clint started off with <clears throat> that story. Talking well, wait about, a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, just let me go. address. No, no, seriously. So Brandon did a great job the week before. I just want to say that. He did. But but the Valley of the Dry Bones, and, and this is one of those things where God just orchestrates mm-hmm. more than week what we can. That? Yeah. That, that I had job. already picked this. I knew what I what I was going to do. But come Brandon wrapping up his where he said, and I think it's in, I, I, I addressed it in the sermon that, you know, sometimes we can find ourselves in that dry bone season. Mm-hmm. And for it to roll into the whole on cruise control. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it, you, it well. Oh, my goodness. Just just so you know, this is exactly what you said. You said oh. uh, sometimes we can find ourselves comfortable and going through the motions in our faith in life, faith on cruise control, and find our faith in a dry bone season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. It, yeah. I actually have Clint's notes, so he yeah. doesn't. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and that's what the topic for the day was: what does authentic faith in Jesus really look like? And you you addressed that off the top of saying, you know, sometimes we just essentially we're just coming to church to check a box. Yeah, um, we're just on cruise control. And you, I loved the story because I've I've actually personally seen the 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 footage from your security cameras, but Clint um, has been using a lawnmower. He called it a tractor yesterday, and I pointed out in first service that it, it's a lawnmower. I didn't want people to get the wrong idea that you're, you know, driving this big old John Deere, you know, <laughs> during harvest around. season. During harvest yeah. season, you know, yeah. I didn't want him to get the wrong idea. But you, it was a John Deere lawnmower. And do you wear those leopard and yoga pants while you're doing that? I don't. Okay, I was I actually, and, and, and I'm actually, just so everybody listening, I think that you guys deserve to see the footage. So I'm going to go back and find that footage. Please do. But I'm actually wearing shorts 
and flip flops and a bucket hat and a bucket hat, <laughs> and I get in trouble for that. You can't mow in in flip flops. Well, I do, but um, wow, yeah, you know, I, it, it was a perfect illustration. So to make a long story short, Clint <clears throat> threw his lawnmower on cruise control because. You know, we joke all the all the time. It's not how fast you mow; it's how well you mow fast. That was, yes. used to be John Deere's slogan. But Clint's like, I don't like mowing the yard. I just try to get it done as quick as possible. So he had it on the highest speed in cruise control, and he's and zipping I got around. You got comfortable. It sputtered like it was going to run out of gas. And so, what'd you do? Well, I headed for the barn, headed for the garage in the house. We don't have a barn, right? Uh, Christy wasn't there. I when you get exactly. a barn, you're going to buy a tractor. Yes, yes. Um, I knew exactly where my gas can was. It was in the garage, and it's like, oh, I need to go get gas. So I turned around, and I headed towards the the garage where Christy would park. And as soon as I hit the the entrance to the garage, I took my foot off the hydrostat, and it's like it didn't stop. And I'm like, oh. And by the time I And about I 15 had feet later, to, it stopped. Yeah. I slammed into the brick foundation wall. At the end of the garage, and it came to a dead stop, and and I'm like, well, that really didn't just happen, and you know the hood fell off, it it shattered it, it had busted all the headlights and everything, but it still continued to mow. Yeah, and I filled it up and I continued to mow, but as I was sitting there, that whole thing of putting our faith, I thought, man, this is, this could be a good sermon yeah. illustration sometime. I had no idea right. that I was going to use it. I actually put it in that morning, but that's the way our faith life can be. Yeah. If we it's put it easy on to cruise control, complacent. well, right. But the whole thing, yep. you know, the whole thing was how it came to a dead stop. And I think sometimes we can find ourselves that way in our life. Yeah, where God that, is just that like, we that we put it on there, and God's going to stop us and get our attention yep. and say, mm-hmm. you know, and and there might be those times where we're looking around and seeing our life falling apart and crumbling mm-hmm. in front of us. But the cool part is God can restore right. that, you know. Right. But but you have to remember that, and I think I had had in there that that our faith requires participation mm-hmm. yeah we have to be an active participant in our faith right yeah at that moment you were just looking around to make sure nobody else was i did looking and i'm in like, the garage okay, who's looking that? around going who saw that <laughs> well i mean you 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 talked about the pharisees and um with the the woman in um and i here's the thing that that probably um, if I'm going to get twisted or sideways with another believer, it's when they come in like a Pharisee. And I and, I, and I'm just going to say it, and I don't know who's listening and who's going to hear this, but um, as a as a longtime Christian, we become like Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we become like the Pharisees. We become like the very thing that we dis- should despise. Right. And um and and I'm just going to say this: Jesus was not nice. And he wasn't always kind to the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Read, read his interactions yep. between them. I mean, he is verbally assaulting what he's literally verbally assaulting them at times. Yep. Hypocrite. I mean, he is not holding back at all in yep. any way, shape, or yeah. form. And um, and so, one of the things that drives me absolutely crazy is when a church member, a longtime church member, thinks that they have rights 
privileges. They feel like they're entitled. That If you want to get sideways with me, demonstrate that attitude, and you and I will get sideways very fast, mm-hmm. very quick, and with hardly any road to, to, to come back. But I um, I was reading an article. Actually, this was funny because, um, Clint, you, um, when you, after I watched the sermon yesterday, it got me thinking about some other things. And this is what I do when I listen to other sermons. I start looking at up other things. And I ran across an article by a guy by the name of Frank Powell. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Frank Powell before. Mm-mm. But he actually gives um, signs that you are a modern-day Pharisee. And, and I thought wow. that they were very good. And I um, – but um, – he has this thing where he says, most Pharisees begin with good intentions, but somehow those intentions and motives morph mm. into something that's not good. And here's what he says. Um, 12 signs or signs that you are a modern day Pharisee. Number one, you believe showing up for worship for every Sunday makes you right with God. Hmm. How about that? Wow. Uh, here's I'm not going to go into every detail, but number two, he says, you spend more time talking about what you are against and not what you are for. Mm. That's, That's true. Good. Yep. Uh, number three, you believe God actually needs you. I like it. Number four, you don't repent of sin. You don't have any serious sin to repent of. You don't think you're a sinner. Mm. Number five, you make every issue black and white and everybody has to agree with you. Number six, you would never condone homosexuality or fornication but you have no problem watching it in television and movies. That's a huge one. Yep. Yep. That's a huge one. Number seven, your salvation is based on your works, not on what Jesus has done. Number eight, you read the Bible to um, you read the Bible to substantiate your convictions, not to be shaped by God and to be in His image. Mm. That's a huge one. Yeah. Number nine, you believe outsiders should conform to a certain lifestyle before they are accepted as a Christian. Number 10, you don't know the difference between a convert and a transfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number 11, all of your Christian's friends look just like you. And number 12, if someone tries to rebuke you or to correct you, you get angry and you're offended. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, I yeah. thought. And, yeah. he, and he, he, what he does in that article is he goes into a little more in-depth on each one of those. But I just thought that was really good. I kind of thought it went around with what you were Well, it does. It, the, the thing that comes to my mind, and I'll, I want to go back and read that. But it comes back to the Tulian to Chividen. 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 Tulian. Chividen. Who? Tulian. Chividen. Now, I can actually say it today. I could not say it yesterday. I liked it when you said, uh, I I, I, I like doing it for the (laughs) high school because they don't know if I'm doing it right or not. Just make it up. Now, do you know who that is? That is actually uh, Billy Graham's grandson. Yes. And as you read through that, a modern day, how you know you're a modern day, right? Um, Pharisee, they made it about self, right? Exactly. And his quote, the quote that I used yesterday, says, "When the Christian faith becomes defined by who we are and what we do, and not by who Christ is and what He did for us, we miss the gospel and we ironically become more disobedient." Exactly. And that's that's what those twelve points are doing. Those 12 points are hitting that. And, and the more righteous you try to become like a Pharisee, you, the, the more disobedient you do right, become. Right. And I think you, the you more that totally you're on cruise control. Yep. Exactly. You're, you're on cruise of what you think is right. So here's what happens. 
now you've just created an alternative God. Mm-hmm. Like we talked a few weeks ago about an alternative universe. You're not living in reality. You're not living in the reality of the resurrection of Jesus Christ because now what you've done is you've just created an ulterior religion and you are now the God. Mm-hmm. So, and you can do anything like that. Even if you come to church, it, church can be become about you. It can become about pews and grandpa laid the carpet and stained glass windows and you can't move the wooden furniture and you can't move right. something in the foyer and you can't take something down without a plaque. And, and so it becomes about you and it, nothing, nothing resembles God or right. his image or glorifying him. It becomes a glorification or of even you. not an object. Well, we never did it that way. Right. Exactly. You know, we, we've never done it that way. Worship. We, yeah. Worship can be an idol. Yeah. It can uh, the way you do worship can be an idol. Yeah, I mean, how many times? Okay, I, I don't know if you've heard it, but how many times have I heard over the last you know twenty years when you know when the traditional communion meditation went away, mm-hmm. and some churches still do that, which I never understood why we did that. To be honest with right. you, but when those started to go away, people really made that a test, and they put up a stink. Right. So here's what we're doing. We're talking about the blood and the body of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and we're going to make a stink because you don't get a two-and-a-half-minute red meditation. Have you lost your mind? Right. And I've told people that. Have you lost your ever-loving mind? Do you believe that? Do you believe in God at all at this point? Well, and that comes back to keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when we make changes, people go, whoa. One of my favorite, we talked about him earlier, Matt Craig, do you remember whenever he I think I've met had us serve communion from the back to the front? Yeah. That was and back people, when we were actually serving communion before COVID. Yes. And they, you know, passed the trays down each row. And rather than going from the front to the back, he had the server start in the back rows and go to the front. And we <laughs> had people, You should have seen yeah, that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could yeah. see some veins coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. People were sweating. And guess what? I know who they were. I, can, I, know, <laughs> exactly. who they, I know who they were. I've been but, here long and, enough. And Matt kind of explained, you know, we don't have to do everything. We just have to keep the main thing the main exactly. thing. Right. Right. You know, and, and he said, well, what about the people that receive communion last that don't have the time that the front pew normally has right. to set in communion with God, mm-hmm. you know? Right. You know, whenever I see an interaction with um, Jesus and the Pharisees, um, there is always a, uh, how do I say this? There, There is always a realm of, there's never a good motive for the Pharisees. They're, right. they're, they're never on the up and up with Jesus. They are it was always so... like they're trying to trap him in, in something. Like they're yes. trying to get him to slip up and say something that goes against their beliefs. Or... Exactly. Yeah. What they're holding on mm-hmm. to and what Jesus Christ is freely trying to give them. Right. And that's and I love the, 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 the fact that we do the same thing today. Mm-hmm. What I am holding on to, yeah. what I need, what I think is good, what I, 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 instead of, you know, I think the hardest thing for a person to do is if you know if you're listening right now, um, just clench your fist really tight, both hands, and just keep them clenched as hard as you possibly can right now, and just clench those fists. And it's so easy to hang on, but now start to open them up, and you you feel the resistance mm-hmm. as they're opening. It is so hard to do that, and it's almost like. I can't remember who I heard say this. We need to approach God like a little child approaches its parents where your arms are up, your hands mm-hmm. are open, pick me up. I right. can't do this. And do take me where you want me to go. Yeah. 
And but the other part of that that I felt it felt good to didn't it right open it well. Up. And the truth with that too is God has so much that He wants to give us that if we're holding on to things, we can't right, receive. And, and our fists are closed, we can't receive. I can't yeah. grab anything like this. No, you can't. Like I if have, I tossed if I tossed a ball to you, I would not be able to catch no. it. I'd catch it in my face. Yeah. Right. Let's try it. Let's try it. <laughs> but no, I mean, you open your hands and then you can freely accept what God exactly wants to give you. And I think that's so, you know, you look at the woman um, who had the alabaster jar of perfume. She understood She understood that she was a sinner. Exactly. She understood that she probably wasn't worthy of being. And I think that the Pharisee thought that he was overworthy right. of being with Jesus. And, and he kind of got lax. He didn't offer, you know, Jesus water to, to wash his feet, to wash his hands. You know, he, those customs kind of went out the window there. Right. And and it was almost like he had an agenda, like, okay, how can mm-hmm. I trip this guy up? But here this woman is who Jesus says she had many sins. Um, but she, here she was that she wept on his feet. She dried her tears with his with her hair. She poured this perfume, exactly. you know, over his feet. And, um, man, I, I feel guilty sometimes that I don't have that approach to God. Yeah. There are times where I have an agenda. And it's like, okay, God, I need this, 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 and this. But, man, sometimes you just have to worship God for who he is. Well, and I think that's a good point, um, especially with this woman um, who just is this. She's the uninvited guest. Uninvited guest, but she's she's very uh, – it says immoral, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, yeah. I'm not looking at it, but it says immoral. Yeah. She's an immoral woman, and she is literally on her hands and knees weeping, and she – I mean, imagine however much money any you listening or you guys make a year, and – this is what you're going to present to yeah. God for the year or for, you know, at this point, it's your worship. It's your, yeah. it's out of your love, your devotion, your worship to God. This is not a fake thing. Now, here's the, here's the beauty of Jesus Christ. And I love this is that the Pharisees, the quote, air quotation, the religious, know it all, righteous, follow what I do people don't get it. Right. The woman who the Bible says, air quotes, immoral. Immoral. You know, she lives an immoral life, gets on her knees, and she just loves Jesus Christ for who he is. She gets it. There are two different people. So you have you have the supposed righteous. You have the p- supposed immoral sinful. And the immoral sinful is in the right place. The righteous, quote, in their own eyes, is right. not in the right place. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, really think about it. Does it not boggle your mind? When you think about that, mm-hmm. when you think about how as even as a follower today of Jesus Christ, that we think we got this figured right. out. We think that it's about, you know, I got to do this. I got to get this done. I got to preach this sermon. I got to sing this song. I got to do it like this. Mm-hmm. But yet all Jesus wants is what he wants. My love. He wants mm-hmm. my devotion. He yeah. wants my worship. He wants my heart. Exactly. And he had this woman's heart. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I love it. And, and I think you. and she it. simply came. She did. She right. did. She didn't know what to bring. She brought the most. She brought what was of worth. It was genuine. Yeah. But that isn't what Christ saw. Christ saw her heart. Right. And and, and in verse 47, I know you read this, and um, I was actually listening to this when you did this, and I to- totally forgot that this is the way this was worded until you read it. Um, verse 47 says, I tell you her sins, and they are many. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not, oh, she's messed up. Like, I tell you, her sins, and they're many, they've been forgiven. 
and she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only a little love. Right. That is huge. Mm-hmm. Think about that. But a person who is forgiven little shows only a little love. It's it's just it's just crazy. Then Jesus said to the woman, your sins are forgiven. Imagine what this woman, imagine what she felt like when Jesus told her that her sins are forgiven. Imagine that. Yep. I mean, the Pharisees are not going to forgive. It almost had to be that opening of hands, that feeling. Do you see that with her? Yeah. You see her hands open up. She has no clenched Mm -hmm. fist. The Pharisees are sitting around that table with these clenched. Because she knows what her sins are. Right. And And she and they were enough to bring it to Christ. And for him to say that, yeah, that changed her right then. Right. So let me ask and, you, and that would be that feeling of relief, restoration. So let me ask you: Do you know your sins? Yeah. Do you know yours? Mm-hmm. I know mine. And do we approach God in that way with our sins? I mean, let's let's right. not all we, the time. We sin. I sin. Yeah. And I know when I sin, and I know right. what I have to do. Yep. You know. It, but a modern day Pharisee doesn't believe you've sinned. And these guys in the scripture right. do not believe they, they feel like they got the right answers. I don't want to go there. Exactly. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be that person. I hate that. And as I'm sitting here and I was, as I'm listening to to the two of you and as I'm listening to this this passage of scripture, and it's one that, you know, is very well known and I've read before, but it's just that, you know, listening to that article that you read, mm-hmm. um, the the twelve ways you know if you're a mm-hmm. modern day Pharisee, mm-hmm. it's like you you talked about how they feel like they they don't have any sins, and exactly this one is this is just a reminder for me of of being aware every single day and acknowledging the sin in my life and bringing that before God, mm-hmm. um, because you look in in Luke seven forty beginning in verse forty one, then Jesus told him this story: a man loaned money to two people, five hundred pieces of silver to one and fifty pieces to the other, but neither of them could repay him. So he kindly forgave them both, canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? And I love that because Jesus asks a question that's like just – it's like the ball's right next to the cup. It's just an easy putt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right there. And Simon answered, I suppose – I love that. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I suppose the one for whom he canceled the larger debt. That's right, Jesus said. And then he goes into that section talking about how her sins are many. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been forgiven. And, and I think that we, if we're not careful, can be in the same situation that the Pharisees in of feeling yeah. like, you know, I've got it pretty much together. And, and that's when exactly. we start to compare. It's like, well, at least I'm not as bad as Clint. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, yeah, I've I got mean, some yeah, sin. And, but, but no, that's why we have to acknowledge our sin daily. Exactly. To be aware of that. Not to, not to flaunt it. Not to be like, oh, look at this. Not to be proud. I am not proud of my sin. No. no you know, no, you ask that no. question. Do you know... The sin in your life, yes, I do, and I'm not proud of it at all. Um, exactly, and 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 I'm thankful that God sent Jesus Christ to give me that redemption, mm-hmm. to give me that new life, um, so that I could strive to be like Him and and to put that sin behind me. Exactly, and so you know, I think that's something we have to be careful though, of: is that complacency of thinking that oh, I've, you know, I go to church, I, you know, I'm a pretty good person, I donate here, I do this there, you know, I serve. I decorated my trunk for trunk or treat. I'm a pretty good guy. It's yeah, you're checking the boxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you've got to be careful of becoming complacent, being in cruise control. Um, I don't want God to throw me into the garage wall, saying, "Okay, right. Brandon." Right, and that's where she ultimately got 
Right. You know. You know, I'm a. Um, I really like John Piper. I like mm. liked his, his. I like stuff. him too when I can understand him. It's very difficult he's deep. sometimes. He's too deep yeah. sometimes. He's good. But here's what he says. Um, we, you know, I, I read this just a minute ago from verse 47. He says, "But he who um, is forgiven little." Loves little. Mm. He said this was spoken to a Pharisee with significant irony. And here's what he says. Right. He says the implication is that we should go deep in Scripture and in our souls in order to feel the magnitude of our guilt. Else we will not love Jesus the way we ought to. Right. And I really believe that this woman is a great example not only to the Pharisees but also to me personally of just how much she loved Jesus Christ in the middle of her immorality, in the middle of her sinful life, that this this is the gospel played out in living color in front of us. This is the total gospel of Jesus Christ. It's nothing about what you do or what you think you got to do or the church you attend or how much money you give or what stained glass you look at during the worship service. It has nothing to do with you, period, end of discussion. Right. It has everything to do with Jesus Christ and what he has done and what he's going to do for this woman and forgive her of her sins, and that's the same thing for us. So exactly. why would you not get on your knees and cry yeah. and wipe your hair with you know, Jesus' feet with your hair and give everything you've got because of what Jesus has done for you? She is the example of our of what we need to be doing yeah, in following right. Christ, not anything that we do. And it's really hard to get out of that. Yeah. Right? And that's and that's at the end of my sermon, that was one of the things that I said, you know, what I learned from that was I need to be more like the sinful woman. Not that I need to sin. Right. But that I need to take all that I have. Do you think she's in yoga pants? Just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just, um, but I need to take everything that I have and lay it at the feet of Christ. Right. Exactly. And accept that, you know. Yeah. But, you know, we're human and, and we know our sin, but yet we won't accept that. You know, we won't take that to Christ every time until it right. builds up. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know. It was a. It, it's just a good. Um, it, it's just a good thing to, to 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 keep in mind. Uh, this is such a great story. There, there are so many. We have the story, and then we have the reactions in the story, and and the people in the story. And the sad thing about it is, is that I can relate to the woman, but I also relate to the Pharisees. Yeah, right. And that's the sad thing about yeah. that story for me because I hate relating to those guys. I literally, I do not want to be like that like those guys at all and um and i hate that but jesus says uh what is it um four words that are great your sins are forgiven yeah your sins are forgiven (laughs) perfect and i love that and uh, what's he going to tell her you know your faith has saved you Mm -hmm. go in peace your faith it's your faith in jesus christ for what he is and who he is it's your it's your admission of guilt of sin and that's it well jesus wants your heart that comes back to that's what authentic faith looks like. Right. You know. Right. 100%. Good stuff, though. I mean, this mm-hmm. is a very good um, – uh, this is a very good reminder. And, and, and I hope that some here's, – here's what I – this is what always gets in my mind when, when I get up and I tell a story from the Bible or you read a story from the Bible or you're going through a story uh, from the Bible that you've heard so many times that it's going to go in one ear and out the other. And that's why sometimes I know you probably heard me say, let's try to listen to this and hear this like we're hearing it for the very first time. Because it will, like the Christmas story, literally, 
How many times have you heard the Christmas right. story? Is there not? I'm telling you, anybody that walks in that room in December could stand up and do a Christmas sermon series. Guaranteed it. Yeah. Guaranteed. Because we've heard this our entire life. But how, how hard is it for us to be intentional to hear what God is trying to tell us through the Christmas story every year right. of what we need to be doing? And I think that's where that responsibility falls on me, falls on me for this story in Luke 7. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I going to take from this? How am I going to – what's my reaction to right. this? Right. Um, well, and that's the, the beauty of – and we've talked about it over the past few weeks. That's the beauty of God's Word is that it is alive and it is going to speak to you. Craig or you, Clint, different than it might speak to me. And if I truly read it with an open heart, asking God to speak to me through it, then He's going to, uh, you know, allow me to receive what I need to right. versus you and right. and you. Yeah. And and that's the beauty of God's word is that it is going to right be applicable to our lives, right? If we allow it to be exactly. And I think you. Correct me if I'm wrong. I was looking for it on there, but I, I think I, I don't know if I found it or not. But did I dream this or did you actually ask toward the end, what does authentic faith in Jesus look like? Yeah. Did you ask that? That was the question. Yeah. That was the question at the end. Yeah. Okay. What does authentic faith in Jesus look like? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? I mean, does it look like does it look like the Pharisees or does it look like the woman? Exactly. Does it look like what I think it is or does it look like this lady mm-hmm. that's tough man for people yeah. to swallow right you did good well it has a lot to do with your gifts and talents how you're going to use them too because mm-hmm. we're all gifted in different ways you know but it is are we going to hold those back and just watch everything unfold around us and be in cruise control and just say i'm good at being a christian Check, check, check. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to take it off of cruise control and be an active participant right. in the gospel? And see, when you look at like going on cruise control as a Christian, I, I think you're actually being a lousy Christian as compared to the Word of God. Look right. at the Pharisees. How many times did he call them brood of Vipers or Vi- hypocrite, yeah. hypocrite. You're, of, you're you're like a tomb full of dead yep. man's bones. Yeah, that's an insult. Mm-hmm. That's wash, a huge insult. Wash the wash inside. The, wash the inside of the cup, and the outside will be clean. You know, and I think that, and I've been guilty of that. Let's before, polish where, the outside and just look good. Yeah, I've been guilty of that. Where I, I I'm saying the right things, I'm doing the right things, and I'm looking good on the outside, but I know inwardly, I'm I'm. A, tomb full of dead man's bones and i love that imagery that jesus tells them of you know if you just wash the inside of the cup the outside is going to be clean as well take care of your heart first yeah take care of your heart Mm -hmm. and then your actions and everything else your words are going to follow that's a conviction that i think that's going to be convicting every day for Mm -hmm. you as a follower of christ because your heart is so deceiving right my heart is yeah um well you know um like we were talking about our sins. One of the things that I told the students in the youth group, um, and I closed it, it was Paul talking in, I think it's Corinthians, about what can ever separate us from God's love. And we had this discussion out on the soccer field, and Paul tells us there is nothing, neither demons nor this or that, or there is nothing that can separate us from God's love. Right. 
and we were good. You know, I said, think about your worst sin. Nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah. God can cover all of those. Jesus's blood covered all of those. Mm-hmm. Well, I went back and I was sitting at my desk at work and that was just on my mind and it hit me. I had to come back the next week and say, wait a minute. There is one thing that can keep us from God's love. Us. Mm-hmm. And if our life is on cruise control, and I think that's what you're saying, that it's hard. Mm-hmm. This is a hard this is a hard series. The rubber meets the road really forces us to be an active participant. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be a valley of dry bones. We you know, we we, we don't want to harbor that mm-hmm. sin. But if we're not going to be like the sinful lady and try to find our way mm-hmm. to God and move through the crowd, that's what got me. She was an uninvited guest. She was somebody who was supposed to be outside. I couldn't imagine trying to navigate through to get in through the crowd and actually approach Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you imagine? And be what, at her yeah. feet. Yeah. Or at at Christ's feet. Right. It was that important. Mm-hmm. And that just that she could have chose, just like we do, to stay outside. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think we're comfortable just being outside. I think you're right. I think you're right. And um that's some good stuff though. I mean it was a good it's a good mm-hmm. good passage and it's a good um a good reminder, but it's something I think that everybody has to be intentional with. Right. I have to be intentional. You, you, all of us yeah. have to be intentional with this. You, you, you just, you just can't be baptized and I'm a Christian, period, right. in a discussion. Yep. It's a heart issue and you have to be intentional mm-hmm. every single day. I'm saying it's connected. a daily thing. It's not a once every four months or once every year, you know, I'm going to check in on this. No, exactly. it's a daily. And I mean, that's why stay connected to the vine. It's hard to me, live in me, right. walk in me, well, it's hard. spirit, walk in the spirit. There's it's up to us. It's yeah. up to me. It's up to me every yeah. single day. It's up to me every single minute. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Oh, yeah. How am I going to react to this? And sometimes I don't react mm-hmm. well. And sometimes I do. And Francis Chan quote that I read following Christ. Isn't something that can be done half heartedly. Larry's already pointing out that it's a heart issue, yep. and we've mm-hmm. talked about that. Or on the side, it's not a label we display when it's useful. It must be central to everything that we do and we are. Gotcha. That's a good quote, though. I thought that was a very good quote. And he's He's got some good quotes. Yeah, he does. He's very quotable. He, he, yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. It very is good. very good stuff. And, well again, done. thank you for um, putting the rubber on the road and – Backing that Mustang out and going down the street with it, so that's be my motorcycle. Doing the burnout. That's very good stuff, and um, it was good. It's good. Yeah, and thanks for being here today too. Yeah. yeah. Um, next Sunday, this coming Sunday, actually, uh, we're going to talk about signs that Jesus. Uh, we're living in the shadow of Jesus returning soon, so that'll be fun. <laughs> the week after mm. that, we're going to talk about choices that we make or mm. have to make, mm. and um, so. And I'm still working on the last Sunday of of this series, and then then we get into the Christmas series. Yeah. And um, I wanted to let you all know that um, we also we were talking about things that are coming up and things that are um, taking place within the body. Um, you know, we have um, 
the Young at Heart yep. ministry. Um, if you're 55 and over, don't forget about the Young at Heart mystery dinner coming up. The 20th. The 20th. Clint might be 55 on that day, so he can join in. So <laughs> He's like, oh, food. Um, but that's on Saturday, November 20th. Like Brandon said, 5 p.m. I hear that you're not going to give us you're not going to give us a hint, are you? I am helping cook the meal. It's a mystery dinner. No, I'm not going to give you a hint. Okay. It, I, it is going to be a mystery dinner that's going to point to a story in the Bible. There's your hint. It could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Goat. Maybe. Ram. Possibly. Camel. Snake. Ugh. I've actually That's had fried. That's not true. I don't had, like snake. How about I've, possum? I've had fried rattlesnake before. It is very good. How about, have you ever had possum stew? No. Fish muddle? <laughs> no. Yeah, don't I've get, had raccoon. Don't get Craig going down this road. <laughs> so anyway, if you got any questions, you guys want to sign up, you haven't already signed up, age 55 and over, you can email Glenn and Lisa Smith at rccyah at gmail.com, or you can talk to them um, directly, and uh, we'll get you guys uh, going. Um, also, this coming Sunday, after each worship hour, uh, 9 and 1030, the uh, Honduras mission trip for 2022, they're going to be having a meeting in the prayer room if to see if you're interested in taking part in that. So if you guys want to, if you're going to be here Sunday, interested in hearing about the mission trip and being involved in that, go to the prayer room after the first hour and the second hour, and they will let you know what's going on. If you can't get there, you can talk to Jeff Evans or uh, John Hughes, and they'll get you where you need to go. We talked about Operation Christmas Child, right? That's coming up this Sunday. That's coming up this Sunday. Yep. yep. So they're actually the student, the children in uh, Club 252 are going to pack boxes during gotcha. service. And then anyone that would like to join after second service um, can go over to the gym and, and help kind of finish that up. I'd say they probably pro- will probably be mostly finished up I'm by sure, that point yeah. too. But, yeah, that's always a great opportunity to serve in that way. That's an awesome. That's awesome. So anything going on coming up for the youth group? Nope, we just have regular Sunday nights. We we did get a new logo. We got our new logo rolled out. We're going to be doing a t-shirt sale there. That'd but, be good. But no, we had 40 students last night. That's good. awesome, man. It's good. Awesome. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh, my goodness. So when are you guys, when is the last time you're meeting for the year? I know that's probably coming up in Um, in We're going to meet. We're, we'll take off for um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Then we'll come back and meet, and we'll have our Christmas party, and then we'll be gone. The Tilda. Yeah. Well, gotcha. I think is the Christmas party. Yeah, I think yeah. so, unless we decide to go one more week. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because the majority of um, January, we're not back. Right. Because you know, it's the It, it will end up snowing party. every Sunday. Yeah. That's yeah. how it works. So, every Sunday afternoon it snows, and you have to cancel youth group anyway. So. Yeah. Aren't you excited about that, Craig? No. You love it. <laughs> no. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Well, look at that. And, and my fire the, is so delightful. He doesn't like cold. He doesn't like hot. He's the only one wearing shorts. But at least I'm not in yoga pants. That's true. <laughs> yoga pants. That's true. <laughs> so soft and so smooth. Yoga well, pants. thank you guys for having me tonight. I hey, appreciate it. Tonight. Today. 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 Real quick. Yeah. Today. Did you notice Real that quick. that's a I, I saw that. Page, I did. Right? I yeah. saw that. So, yeah. But yeah, this has been good. Thank you so much for no being problem. here. And um, 
it's a good to, it's always good to have the person in here who spoke uh, with us uh, on that Sunday to come in and talk and so I really enjoy that so yep it's been good I think we hit everything we need to on announcement wise too my voice is going to give away anyway so hey by the way before we sign off um as your voice is fading out what coffee you're drinking <clears throat> it is actually a mix because I ran out of um I was finishing up my black rifle coffee or die and so I ground what was left of that and then added to it a little bit of Black Rifle AK-47. Oh. But I have a shipment – or no, it wasn't Coffee or Die. I don't know. Anyways, it was something in AK-47. I've got Coffee or Die coming today, though. That's why that's on my mind. We really need to get people to bring us coffee so we can we can do this. I know. We need to test it. We need to test that out. We need to test it out. And what coffee are you drinking, Clint? Oh, I'm not drinking coffee. I had tea from the bank. Tea from the bank? Yeah. Like green tea? No, not the green tea. I can't do green tea. Just it's sweet just tea? Black tea. Black just tea. Just straight black I like tea. green tea with honey. What, Hot. What, what's my wife call that? Dirt water. Dirt water. Yeah. Well, it's good because you're drinking out of that found water <laughs> bottle, right? <laughs> exactly. That's a whole other story. Yeah, you, I mean. You can yeah, ask me about my water bottle. Yeah, he found this in an outhouse. But anyway, oh, we'll talk about that later. Please. We'll talk about that later. And I'm drinking Tim Hortons. That's usually my go-to on Monday morning. Monday so, morning, yeah, Tim Hortons. Monday morning, yeah. Tim Hortons. So, but anyway, I haven't had Tim Hortons in a while. I need to get some. I do need to get some. Yep. So, well, thanks for joining us. Thanks again, Clint, for yes, sir, um, for being here. Craig, good to have you back and uh, get back in the swing of things. Three more weeks, and then we'll be uh, prepping for Christmas. So, we'll get the the platform all decorated with Christmas trees and ready to go. And yes. It's going to be a blast. It'll be so. it'll be nice. It's going to be good. It'll be nice. It's going to be good. So, Oh, hey, real quick. Oh, oh here we go. No, I'm good. Okay. I just wanted to get that in. Well, cool. Well, I hear the music, so it's cutting us off anyway. So you have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you. Actually, we won't see you, but we'll be here again next week. Goodbye. See you. Goodbye. Goodbye.